Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. Today is a super exciting day because I have some friends here, but also it is the 100th recording of the Bold Goal Crusher podcast. I know it seems a little crazy. Less than one year I started this journey and it actually started as a challenge. I was in a challenge for with Lindsay Schwartz's group, Powerhouse Women, And they really challenged us to accomplish our goal quicker than the original timeline that we had. And so I knew that I wanted to launch a podcast in 2022, but it was kind of loose. It was like sometime in 2022. And Lindsay really encouraged us to do that by the end of 2021. And I knew I wanted to start a podcast because so many of my clients and my friends were asking for tips and tricks on how to really set and crush goals, but also crush everything that got in the way. And a podcast seemed like the best way to do that. So last year, Lindsay challenged us to advance our goals a little bit. And I also knew that as a Toastmaster, I had a huge project coming up. And one of the projects was to start a podcast. So if you've never thought about starting a podcast, just so you know, there's a lot of things that can get in your way, like tech and who am I going to, what am I going to talk about? Who am I going to talk to? All those things. And the challenge really was to get past all those things. And What I realized is throughout the years, I really wanted to start a podcast, but I was letting all those technical things get in the way. And then somebody just said, why don't you get some fancy headphones? So if you have seen me on the video, I have like Princess Leia headphones. They're super cool. And get some fancy headphones and record on Zoom and find yourself an editor. And Kelsey, who edits my podcasts, If you guys don't know, I've talked about her on the podcast before. She actually was the sorority president of an Alpha Phi chapter at ASU, and I was her advisor. And what happened right around the time I set the goal that I was going to start this podcast in 2021, she showed up at a powerhouse women mastermind call, and I had not seen her in years. And what does she say? I'm a podcast editor. And so here we are. A year later, I decided in three weeks I was going to record these episodes and get going. So today we're here to celebrate 100 episodes. And I think the really cool part, yes, claps, claps, super huge goal. I think the really cool part is throughout the year, I've had the opportunity to talk with so many people on the show as guests who were able to share their successes, their big wins, everything they've accomplished, but also their trauma, their tragedy, their tears. We've cried. We've had uh, people who have lost loved ones to cancer. We've had people who've overcome 
tremendous diversity. And what I've heard from everybody listening is that they've learned so much from everybody sharing their story. So we do have a a guest on, well, actually two future guests. One of them has already recorded her episodes, but they haven't released. And another one is coming up next year in 2023, where we'll record that. And I know that we've learned so much from our guests, our future and our past guests. So today, what I want to do really quickly is just kind of recap where we've been and maybe talk about some of the takeaways from those topics that we've talked about. Now, I know you maybe haven't listened to all the episodes, so if you haven't done that, don't worry. You have some time. Many of you are taking the last two weeks of December off, so you can just binge watch them all. That would be great. Um, But we started out the year really talking about resolutions, goals, themes, and vision boards. And this was a hot topic. There's a lot of controversy around some of these things. So I'm really curious for the two of you that are on, do you set resolutions, goals, themes, or or do you do a vision board? And when you when you jump on, feel free to introduce yourself too. Hmm. I'll hop in on this one because I love this this question. And um, so my name is Kenyatta Turner. I'm the CEO and founder of Freedom Empire Consulting. I have been a guest on the show and or my episode's coming, I think. And I'm also a um, the co-founder and chief behavioral superpowers officer, which sounds very fancy, for Dream Smart Behavioral Solutions, which is a behavioral science tech firm. So the question about, do I set, you asked a couple of questions. So I'll answer the first question. Do I set New Year's resolutions? The answer is no. That's an easy answer. Um, Do I make, have I made vision boards? Yes. (laughs) And so I'll tell you briefly why I don't bother with the New Year's resolution. It's because I live on a 12 week year. (laughs) So it doesn't matter what time of year it is from a calendar year perspective. That doesn't work well for me once I realize there's another way that does work well for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about the New Year's resolution um, because, you know, it's just a, ca- a change of the clock to me. But I had to change my mindset about that. So it didn't happen overnight. It was really was a process and a, and a strategy that I learned from a book called The 12-Week Year. So now when New Year's Eve comes around, I'm like, okay, cool, great. I mean, I take advantage of it because people are off of work and I can hang out with people. But also as an entrepreneur, I can take any day off I want. So it's really just about, I get it, what's happening, but it doesn't really make it to where I set resolutions per se. I already have a plan. It just might happen to fall over December 31st to January 1st. I love it. You know, that was one of the controversial things about resolutions that we talked about was that so many people set resolutions and then they feel they have to set a resolution because it's the Mm -hmm. new year. The other thing that we really uh, discovered was that many times they come from a place of negativity. I didn't lose weight last year. So I need, I resolved to do that this year. Yeah. Right. right. And that's not, I found that doesn't, it's not effective most times because by the 17th of January, whatever it is they said they were going to do, they've already went back to whatever they were doing because there wasn't enough um, uh, conviction and um, the goal was, was loose anyway. You know, there wasn't a process to really setting Mm -hmm. it. And then the next thing too, is that I learned 12 week year taught me this is that if you, set a goal for an entire year. That's a really long time. Mm-hmm. And you don't even remember what it was. Like so many things can happen. So if you set little intermittent goals, 
you know, not based on a calendar year, but just based on a time frame, then you're much more effective anyway. So, and you don't beat yourself up at the end of said year going, oh my God, I didn't do this. Well, just don't bother trying to, so what are you going to do in 12 weeks? Do it, do it then if you're going to do yeah. it. <laughs> you know, Kind of so. like my launch of a podcast. There, there you go. go. That's a prime example. You shortened and compressed the time and said, well, I could set, do it in 2022, but you said, no, no, no. I'm going to do it by this date in 2022, right? And then you, boom, you made it happen because now you didn't have all this time to lament about it and talk yourself out of it. Yeah. I think the other thing too, spoiler alert, if you're interested in the book, The 12 Week Year, we did launch a book club on the podcast in July. We've read several great books, but January's book is The 12 Week Year. So if you you haven't joined the book club, Go to sarahmayer.com slash join book club. And that's a great way to kick off the new year with working on a 12-week year. Jill, I'm interested to hear from you. Uh, Do you set resolutions, goals, themes? Have you done a vision board? What's your January deal? And introduce yourself too. I will. Thanks, Sarah. My name is Jill Kipnis. And for work, I'm a tax professional enrolled agent with H&R Block. And I also work with small businesses on bookkeeping and payroll. And so Sarah already teased that that's what I'm going to be coming to talk about uh, during tax time in the spring. When it comes to resolutions, I think I always think of things, but they're always a no because tax season starts in January. And I'm always super busy doing tax stuff. And in the past, before 2022, I had two jobs. I had a full-time job and then I had H&R Block, which was at the time only seasonal. In 2022, that became my full-time job. And so I spent a lot of 2022 getting used to that, changing my schedule, working super busy between January and April and not as busy the rest of the year. So 2022 has been a very transitional year for me. Uh, However, when it comes to goals and things, I think that was really that my goal for 2022. I don't think I knew it at the time. I think I know it better looking back on the last 12 months because 2020 and 2021 were pretty tumultuous, not only in the world, but also through because of work. Um, but getting through 2022 has, I didn't know that was a goal, but I made it on the other to the other end. Um, but when it comes to, thank you. When it comes mm-hmm. to your vision board question, Sarah, you ran a vision board class workshop yeah workshop at the end of 2020 2020 December 2020 and I put together my vision board and I used the exact same one for 2021 or into 2022 because nothing happened in 2021 and a few of those things I was able to check off my list so one of it was to go to the balloon festival in Albuquerque and I did do that in October and one of the things was to work on my house. And I am, I've been working on my house slowly but surely during this year and hopefully get a couple of those bigger projects out of the way before the end of the year, at least by the end of January. And then there's a couple of other things that I thought would be would be different, right? So I put, you know, something about money on there. So it might not be making more money, but I'm definitely in a different job and in, in a better place job-wise. So maybe that even turns into better place money-wise as well. And there were a couple other things on there I'm still working on, but certainly the vision board has been, has been good for, for me. It's, it's one semi my uh, refrigerator and then one's taped to my bathroom mirror. Oh, I love it. You oh, know, I you. think 
both of you uh, were reading my notes. I think you guys were cheating <laughs> a little bit because Jill just mentioned the vision board workshop that I conducted. It wasn't really 2020. I think it was. Yeah. It was. And we are bringing the vision board workshops back and uh, they are coming back. They were really good because we talked about this also on the podcast that um, vision boards done in the traditional way tend not to work because people start with a magazine, they start looking at photos and they're like, oh, that house is really cool. Oh, I should get a big fancy house. Oh, that man looks awesome. I should get a husband this year. And then they start to put things on the vision board that they truly don't want that they just found in the magazine. So the vision board workshop is coming back. If you are interested in that and you're listening. So we kicked off the year with resolutions, goals, themes, vision boards, and all the things. And then we moved into procrastination and we did a whole series on procrastination. I had a ton of comments about procrastination from the listeners. And I think what we really learned from this series was that everybody procrastinates and it's normal, but there are various reasons why people procrastinate. And it's usually because they're trying to do something that they haven't done before. It's a little difficult and they don't know where to start, or they think they have way more time than they do. Mm. So procrastination was a hot topic with the podcast. So I would love to jump in just really quick because you said that yeah. it made me think of outwitting the devil. I just have to read one line in here about procrastination and go to the book club thing and watch my episode to learn more. It says <laughs> laziness plus indifference equals procrastination, which also equals drifting, which mm -hmm. is what Napoleon Hill talks about is the lack of definiteness of purpose but laziness plus indifference and indifference is really like I don't know what I should do I don't really know you know mm -hmm. and if you don't have the answer sometimes that's why we procrastinate because yep. we don't know how to move forward I'm sure that probably came up somewhere and yep. the reasons why right you don't know what's next you're not confident in what's next and you may not even like what's next <laughs> so you're like I'm not doing that yep. <laughs> you know? that's not fun or you are, I mean, flat out for people to say, yeah, I'm just lazy. Like people don't like to admit that, but we are and can be, you know? So you add all that together, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah. Know? And I think what, what we really learned throughout the year too, is that when you truly have a bold goal, something that's more than I want to get the laundry done this week, or I want the house to be clean or whatnot, there's usually a gap. Like, there is a big step that needs to happen in order for that to be achieved. And that really contributes similar to what you just read to procrastination because it's difficult to figure out and you don't know the next step. And so I, I always tell the story about my client every week. She had this huge goal and I would ask her, have you moved forward on that? And she's like, no, and she would rattle off a list of all the things she did because that was part of our coaching. And I noticed after the fourth week that every week she had deep clean the oven on the list. Now, I don't know. I don't mm. cook a lot, but I don't think anywhere that an <laughs> oven needs to be deep cleaned every week. 
but that's what she was doing and spending hours on it because she didn't know how to move forward on the goal. But the other thing, interesting. Yeah. So she was deep cleaning the oven. And I don't know if it was a toothbrush that might be exaggerating, but I envisioned her doing it, you know, with a little (laughs) toothbrush with like two hairs still on the brush. And I thought there was like a button on it that would make it do it on its own. What do I, I, know? I think there I actually know. is. I think there, there is a way to do that. It was a stall tactic that she had, you know what I'm yep. saying? Yep, because she didn't know how to move forward. So we had a, a, a deep discussion on procrastination. And then we really jumped into the habit series. And I know many of us read the book uh, Atomic Habits later in the year, but earlier in the year, we talked about building habits and different habits uh, with morning routines and evening routines, which was super interesting. And so I'm curious, I know we have uh, Jill on and then Christine, if you want to jump on too, um, what habits do you have? Do you have a morning and evening routine? What is one of your favorite habits of the day? Christine, introduce yourself real quick, Christine. Oh, my name is Christine Faber. I'm the CEO and founder of Arizona Construction Bot. And thanks to Sarah, I have started a morning and evening gratitude routine. So um, I have a, I have a, it's a five minute journal that I'm using and I do morning gratitude, a daily affirmation, uh, things that would look great and feel great to get accomplished during the day. And then I end the day with my, uh, what did I accomplish? And what am I grateful for? For what did happen during the day? Ooh, I love it. And you know, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I'm a huge proponent of evening routines. There's a lot of talk out there about morning routines, but I think we do disservice when we don't also have an evening routine. And then I also love a midday routine as well, because I think it's a great reset. All right, Jill. I'm still working on my habits, but I'm going to plug Sarah's habit tracker now too. I have found it very useful. She's broken it down into the three times of day. So morning, afternoon, and evening. So just as she and Christine were just talking about to be able to look at what you are doing throughout the day. And then I also like it because if my goal is to drink 100 ounces of water and I just do 32, 32, 32, and I miss one of them, it wasn't a complete, I didn't Mm -hmm. miss the whole day. I was able to at least get 64. And so I'm still working on my habits, but definitely. um, So I think in the new year, that'll definitely include just being better at, at tracking what I need to get done during the day my outside the work activities and getting, just making sure everything does get done in a timely manner. Yeah. I love it. I, I promise you, I didn't pay Jill, Kenyatta or Christine <laughs> to plug my things, but if you are interested in the habit tracker, if you go to sarahmayer.com slash favorite things, you can find that in the Amazon store. Um, we do have a whole series. We have a habit tracker. We have a, a list one of them is called the list where you can keep track of your to-do list, a bunch of journals. If you like to journal, or if you take a ton of notes, um, if you're watching the YouTube or the video, this is one of the journals. And I do need to plug my assistant because this came up when last year I asked her what she really wanted to work on. I guess it was a little over a year now. 
And this was a passion of hers, was creating these journals and these publications. And I also mentioned that we would be plugging some things that are coming up that we're launching. And again, Jill and Kenyatta have read my notes. So I'll hold that one till later. But um, we are launching something in the new year that might be along the book side. So after we talked about habits, one of the things that came up that I thought really resonated with a lot of people, and this was on Katie House's episode. I'll have to find the episode number for that. But she talked about, especially if you have little ones or a significant other or a spouse or somebody that partner that you live with, that her and her um, husband, they realized that they didn't need to have an intertwined morning routine that the morning routine, he could have his and she could have hers. And then they could swap the child between the two times. And we got a ton of comments about that episode because a lot of married couples or or people were trying to intertwine their routine with other people. Like we have to get up and go to bed at the same time. And I have to read while he's doing whatever he's doing. And so I thought that was really interesting. So we talked a ton about habits. We really jumped into money and confidence. And I know that Kelsey, who is my editor, which I hope she's really paying attention to hear me shout her out. Her whole episode was about building confidence and talking in the mirror to yourself, but also the words that we say to ourselves that run in our head all day long. And that episode is one of the top episodes that everybody raves about because what I think was really powerful about that episode was the realization that people had that you could change that dialogue that's going in your head and you actually can build confidence and everybody, no matter what level they're at, struggles with confidence. So that was a fan favorite. Uh, then we we jumped into burnout and we just finished that series on burnout. So if you haven't listened to the episodes regarding burnout, definitely check those ones out because they're they're really good. We talk about all the different ways that you could be on a path to burning out. And I know that with the ladies in the room and myself included, we are like the busiest people on the planet. And what I heard about from some of the listeners about burnout was that a lot of times the listeners were doing what they thought they should do. And when they really looked at their life, especially post-COVID, they realized they were doing a lot of things that they didn't enjoy. And this was a great opportunity to make some shifts in their life. So I'm curious to hear what your two thoughts are on burnout and what you've maybe done to um, eliminate some of that. Oh, Sarah, this is Christine. You have to be so careful with other people's shoulds because you end up shooting all over yourself. And it ends up, I mean, that's what ends up burning you out is, is living a life that other people prescribe for you. So I think it's really important for you to figure out what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to, because the more you say no to other people and what other people want you to do, the more you can say yes to what feels good for you and preserving your community. Yes. Yes. I love it. No shooting all over yourself. <laughs> exactly. 
Jill, anything to add on that one? I don't, because I think this is something I do need to work on. I, I mean, I, I did have a couple of opportunities this year to really look at everything that I was doing, especially volunteer-wise. And I did say no to a couple of things because other opportunities came up that I did want to say yes to. I also, because of my job change, when I had my full-time job, I had a lot of flexibility in my day and my times and I could be on personal email and I could take personal phone calls and I could be doing my volunteer stuff during the day. And I don't have that flexibility with mm -hmm. HR block because typically I have a client in front of me and or a timeline to, to get tax returns done. So I've really been working on better um, managing my time and really focusing on the things I really want to be doing rather than just doing everything because it's, it's just, it's just not as easy as it, it used to be. Yeah. I love it. And what we also learned about many of these topics is it's a journey for everyone and there's ebbs and flows. And sometimes you have a handle on it and sometimes you need to take stock again. So that was an uh, a great series. And we also explored distractions. We're still talking about distractions and how to get past those. So more to come on that. But this last little series, which has been super fun and super cool uh, for November, we talked all about, we talked with women who have created products to sell for the holidays. So Kayla Gray Candle Company, which is a huge, inspiring story where she took a tragedy in her life and then created a company all about clean fragrances, which I didn't know until the very, if you've listened to that episode, I didn't know till after I actually was closing the episode. And she said something like, yeah, we're the only candle company that shares our ingredients. And so I asked more about that. And she said that candle companies don't have to do that. And I was totally blown away at that because I, oh, she also has perfumes. And I was thinking about how, you know, so many people have allergies and she has perfumes and they might be literally slathering their body with things that they're allergic to. So she has a great story. We also had a company that makes bath bombs and does a lot with the F-bomb as well. And then you'll hear an episode about this drink mix company really just leaving their, all of these ladies really left their corporate job to create a company. And then what was super cool is I just spoke to Lindsay Roganbuck, which she's never going to be Lindsay Roganbuck in my mind. She's always going to be Lindsay Weber because I have actually known her, her entire life. I'm a little bit older than her. But we grew up together and she is a seven-figure Amazon seller. I think that's what she said. She sells a ton of products on Amazon and really fell into that. So if you're ever looking for a gadget, a thing, clothing, a deal, Lindsay's the one you need to follow because she has all the deals. In fact, she always talks about this kitchen chopper. And I'm like, I need that chopper, but I don't do a lot of chopping. So I'm not sure why I need that. But every time I see her on her stories, I'm like, I need to buy that chopper. So the last couple of episodes have been all about businesses that were created from people leaving corporate jobs. Lindsay her included, she was sitting in marketing and was like, why am I here? And then she called her mom on the day she got fired and said, this is awesome. I got fired. 
I don't have to go there anymore. So it's really all about people chasing their goals, even though they might not have known that that was a goal. So that's been our year. As I mentioned, we launched a book club in July. And if you haven't joined the book club, feel free to join. But now I want to talk about what is coming forward. What are we doing in 2023? And you may be surprised at some of these things, but I've received many messages and we're going to do a little shift. So as you know, every Monday is a solo episode. It tends to be a shorter episode. And every Thursday is a guest episode where I talk to a guest and it usually follows the topic of the month. But I've had a lot of requests for how to episodes. And so on Mondays now, we will be sharing how to tips and actionable steps that you will be able to take in your daily life. So it could be a tip or trick. It could be diving into some really cool app that you might need in your life, but really showing people how to save time. Because as you know, we believe in crushing goals without working double time. And we are adding monthly worksheets so that you can do the work at home and really reflect on the topics that are covered each month. And you can take those things into your daily life and move forward in a way that resonates with you. So those are the two really cool things that we will be adding in 2023. And then just a little plug on my business side, as you know, I'm a consultant and I do a lot of consulting work. We are expanding our done for you services because what we've heard throughout the year from the podcast listeners is that a lot of the listeners love to learn and they love to learn new things, but at some point they don't want to learn anymore and they're not sure they really want to do it. So they just want it done for them. So uh, we're expanding our done-for-you services, which is exciting for us. We love that. So if you have a project on your mind, definitely keep us in mind. Jill already spoiled this one, but we are bringing back and expanding our vision board workshop. If you've ever done a vision board and it just didn't work, or you looked at that board like six months later and you were like, why do I even want that? I don't. Uh, this is the workshop for you. So those are coming late December, early January. There'll be a couple of options for you to choose. And we had a good time last time. We had a great group. And as Jill mentioned, she actually accomplished some of the things that she had on her vision board, which is awesome. And then I have some big news, which this is super huge. We are hosting a new year party. So if you've ever wanted to like really get in on your goals at the beginning of the year, figure out what your goals need to be, learn from others and start the year off right, this will be the summit for you. It'll be in the beginning of January. We'll have some fantastic speakers. In fact, you may have already encountered one on this podcast, but I won't spoil that. And we are launching a goal planning workbook. So you'll be able to grab that from Amazon, have it in your hands, create your goals for the year 2023 and track your goals and get off the right on the right foot. So the new year party is super awesome. I'm excited about that. This is the first time 
that we are doing a new year party and everyone is invited. It will be recorded. So if you're interested in the party, but can't attend, you'll be able to grab that and do the workshops and the speakers at your own time. So anyway, thank you so much ladies for being on the podcast today. I know I put you on the spot, but I really appreciate you celebrating the hundred episodes. And I do have a gift for you. So I'll pop that in the mail because I know all of your mailing addresses and uh, you'll get a little prize for being on today. Look forward to Jill's episode coming up on taxes, Kenyatta's episode for outwitting the devil in the book club, as well as her behavioral superpowers episode. And then we need to get Christine on the podcast. We'll have to come up with a topic for you, Christine, and get you on in 2023. I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. All right. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please visit Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review because that's what gets the message out there. And thank you so much for celebrating 100 episodes tonight and looking forward to the next 100. Remember, bold goal crushers, you can crush your goals without working double time. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.